I've been getting a, a lot of direct messages, in-person questions. Um, I've been on a couple of podcasts where people are back to asking about Bitcoin. The news is back talking about Bitcoin. Um, and so I thought it'd be a good time to update my thoughts for those who don't know on how I feel about Bitcoin. And just for y'all just tuning in, I am recording my podcast live um, as we speak. So if you're not on my Polymer podcast, you can get it pretty much on any podcast player. Uh, Podbean is what I use to record it. You can follow me there um, directly. That's the one that I use, but you can get it on Google, iTunes, whatever. There you go. There you go, William. So look, so um, I got a direct message from somebody basically saying, hey, Philip, look at this message, right? They, they know how I feel about Bitcoin. And it was, hey, give me 300 bucks. And in six weeks or seven weeks or whatever, it said you can make $4,100 mining Bitcoin. I rolled my eyes. She rolled my eyes. I'm just like, all right, uh, they are back. Let me let me kill this Bitcoin thing once and for all. Right. So here here's why I don't think that Bitcoin is a good investment um, now and very likely never. And there's two reasons. The first one is what I call the railroad principle, right? Railroad principle is if you track any new technology, i.e. railroads, ships, um, uh, the gold rush whenever it came, uh, technology stocks in 99, right? Anytime there's a new technology, it's just a bad idea to invest in it because there's no clear new winners, um, you want to wait to see who, like, I give you like an example, Amazon in 1999, um, wasn't a clear winner. You could have waited and got Amazon after it was a winner at a pretty attractive price and still made a lot of money by letting things play out. Um, so that's the first thing is it's still pretty new. It's not even regulated y'all. Um, secondarily, when you get into investments and let's get into the, into the thesis of why people buy Bitcoin, right? The new Bitcoin crazy folks are the same gold bugs from 1970. So here's what happened in the 1970s. The U.S. came off the gold standard um, uh, and it caused all kind of inflation. And there's a whole nerd reason why, but basically gold was able to keep the U.S. government disciplined on spending money. And so when they did that, uh, they basically was like, hey, we can just print dollars if we run out of money. And uh, that created a rush to gold uh, because people thought the U.S. government was being irresponsible with money, which was which was true. Right. And so gold had a big run up in the 1970s. Then from 80s, 90s, 2000s, all of the people who were young during that period of time still love gold. If you talk to anybody 50 or 60, they all will tell you about the gold and that they wish they would have bought some. But when they actually do the math of what gold has grown at or, you know, from that time to now, even including that time, it's kept pace with inflation. It has not grown more than inflation being the cost of living because uh, gold was an alternative currency to the dollar. Um, but whenever you have a currency, it's not an investment. It's just it's just an exchange of of uh, it's just how we exchange buying goods and services. Right. So back in the day. If I met, if I had cows and you had sheep that made clothes, so my cow, I needed milk, you needed clothes, we would just exchange, right? Then they created currencies which allow us to uh, exchange money uh, for goods and services instead of just exchanging services, right? It made it a lot easier. Um, 
And so, um, uh, I'm, I'm going somewhere with this. So, the, 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 the thing for currency is to be able to exchange goods and services. Well, currency is not going to grow and it hasn't historically grown more than the value of the businesses that are producing the goods and services. Let me break this down just a little bit more. So, for example, 30 years from now, people are still going to buy homes. They're going to buy Coca-Cola. They're going to buy whatever products and services that they want um, using some sort of exchange. Now, whether it's U.S. dollars, whether it's the uh, yuan, whether it's the euro, whether it's Bitcoin, whether it's gold, it doesn't really matter. Because if you own the businesses that sell the goods and services, then you win because the businesses are going to increase at a rate like they historically have uh, over and above uh, the currency and inflation, which is which can be synonymous. I don't again, I don't want to go super nerd on you, um, but if you own the businesses, like the currency is not going to rise more than the business again historically, right? Because it can't, right? Why would? How can it be? Um, uh, you know, how can the currency be more valuable than the stuff that we buy? Like it. It's just, it's just, it's not going to happen. Not in, not in the big picture. So whenever you're doing currency, you're not making a long-term bet. The people who are trading currency are, are really saying, "Hey, I'm trying to, um, in the short term, right? Let me. The ones who make money on currency, the currency traders, the Ray Dalios, the um, uh, the George Soros, the Stanley Druckenmiller, the ones who are good, who got lots of money, lots of resources, they're." Uh, borrowing lots of money to place bets on currencies and they're making a, a shorter term bet on it. And if you want to make money in currencies, that's what you really want to uh, uh, try and do. And I'm, I know I'm giving some of y'all a boring history of currency, but it's going to make sense in the context of Bitcoin, right? Um, if you're playing the short term game, that's a bad idea because I just mentioned who you're playing against and it's a zero sum game, meaning like uh, every dollar you lose, somebody else wins. And the people who are playing that game, it's kind of like you're playing one-on-one with LeBron James and you're doing short-term trading. So you're not winning. If, if you're trying to invest for the long term, then just look at the math, right? If Bitcoin is the new gold, right? Uh, Bitcoin um, is the new gold that millennials are using. They're, they're running to the dollar. They're running to Bitcoin because of the irresponsibility of the government. Uh, 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 Matt, you sell Bitcoin. So let's let's get back to this. Um, then uh, um, I lost my train of thought because I'm about to read Matt's Matt's deal, and then we'll 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 debate this. But if you're investing for the long term, you can pick up the rising currency by owning businesses. Because even if it's even if Bitcoin is what we trade in, then you're still going to trade Bitcoin for Coke, and you'll pick up that money in the tried and true way of owning owning businesses. Let me let me read Matt's thought because it has me try check. If you don't understand the blockchain tech. It's much bigger. Uh, Matt, we're not talking about blockchain tech. We're talking about Bitcoin. I think blockchain te- uh, technology is going to take down governments and companies like the Internet. But we're, that's not the point of the conversation. And blockchain technology, it, it's like talking about uh, the Internet in 1992, right? You, when you're looking at blockchain technology and what it's going to do, Matt, you want to look at, all right, what company is going to build on top of blockchain technology to disrupt things? For example, if you have the Internet and then you have Amazon who built on top of the Internet, 
to eliminate the middleman um, and then take down retail companies. That's what you want to look for. But it's too early, right? It's too early. And to, to speculate on investing in Bitcoin as a proxy for what blockchain is doing, I don't, I don't think it means you really understand what blockchain is. Block, Bitcoin is something that's built on top of blockchain. And that's uh, a currency play, the way people are investing in it. Blockchain uh, is similar to the Internet. And you got to find a company that's building on top of it that's worth investing in. And Bitcoin's not a company. It's a currency. So I think that answers that question so I can get back from being um, sidetracked. But here's my point, y'all. Um, stick to the tried and true. Stay well diversified. You know, educate yourself. Like, dig into it. Learn about blockchain. Learn about cryptocurrency. Educate yourself on it. But just understand that if you're investing in that stuff, you're speculating. You're gambling because it's new. It's not tried and true. It's 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 over the long term, just like every other currency that tried to take down a dollar is very likely not going to do better than businesses uh, because businesses, again, produce the goods and services that we uh, 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 buy, that we trade our whatever currency, whatever it is, uh, for those services. So just stick with the tried and true. Don't get caught in the hype. Don't ever invest your money in something that you don't fully understand, um, especially if it's not diversified. A lot of the people, y'all, and just for those who don't know, um, outside of podcasting and blogging, my day job is a fee-only investment advisor, so I'm paid a fee for advice. I'm not paid by mutual fund companies or stock companies or blockchain companies. Like I can give advice on where my clients should put their money and whatever, and 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 my fee is the same, right? So I don't have a dog in the fight, unlike people who are selling this stuff um, that are getting paid to sell it or that are um, uh, charging you to get set up on exchanges. Right. I don't I'm I'm giving objective advice. And so whenever you have these new technologies, you get all the ask somebody who is selling this stuff if they bought Bitcoin when it first came out or when they bought Bitcoin. Most of the ones that are rushing into this stuff right now, like just got in. Right. Ask them like if it's if it's such a good bet and they're so sure about it. Ask them when they started. Ask them how much. um um, you know, of their net worth, do they have tied up in it? And by the way, I met <laughs> I met a disillusioned guy uh, back in December. He was a commercial realtor, uh, young guy who was talking big stuff because he had a hundred grand in, like the majority of his money. I think it was all his money uh, into uh, Bitcoin in December of 2017, and was feeling real good about himself and just you know down talking me and you know just like. Had an air of arrogance, and I was like, "Bro, look, I want to see you win, you know, because you're a young brother. Uh, you're in commercial real estate. Um, you just got into this stuff, you know." I said, "I man, if I were you, I'd stick to what I know. I would go ahead and take this win right now because you're winning, you know, because it's up, you know, because this is this is this is tried and true history, and this is not going to last." Well, he didn't, and if you know what happens in January, February, he lost seventy five percent of his money. Um, bad situation to be in, right? So. Um, I'm rambling y'all, but I'm really trying to beat this point home for the people that are really thinking about it. Uh, uh, stick to the stuff that makes sense. If you're going to educate yourself on the new stuff so that you know, and then if you know it in your knower, like if you know it in your knower, if you know blockchain and cryptocurrency and Bitcoin and whatever all this stuff is better than everybody else and you're in it and you're spending the 60, 80 hours a week educating yourself, working in the business to do it, 
right? Then for some of your money, like go some, go somewhere. Oh, let's see. How do you advise someone to get started, or do you recommend? Um, uh, do you recommend these investments for college students? So good, good question. I'm off my Bitcoin rant. Let me just talk about good stuff, y'all. Uh, matter. Um, so for somebody who's just getting started, what I recommend you to do is just to become an investor, right? And and without talking to you one on one, I can't give you any any specific advice on where to go. But I would. There's a lot of good platforms. You can go to Vanguard, Charles Schwab, uh, Wealthfront, Betterment, Stash, Acorn. Right? These are companies that will allow you to open an account for not that much money. I'm not recommending um, any of those companies at all, but I am saying you can call them. They'll give you. A, they'll help you figure out what you need to do. Um, uh, they don't have minimums. I don't believe. And um, you can just get started. So anybody who gets started, I'm saying, hey, I'm, I say, hey, even take a hundred bucks and just become an investor. Even if you don't know what you're doing, find something that's diversified, spread out, and start investing. And then begin to educate yourself and read. Right? A lot of people are just afraid to get out there and do something because they're afraid you're going to lose money. But when you're starting out, like a lot of me included, a lot of us spend a lot of money on college education, a lot of money. And when you look at uh, the, 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 the financial impact of college for the majority of us, like it was, we way, we way overpaid, you know, but we also learned something. We paid the tuition to get that education. Well, investing, I'm like, Hey, just take a few hundred bucks or whatever, whatever you got, start investing and start learning. So when you invest in a stock or a fund, um, I, I would recommend you stay diversified because it protects you. But if you invest in that, um, then you begin to read books and you understand it. I would read stuff that uh, Warren Buffett's written. Uh, I love Nick Murray books. You, you can buy it from nickmurray.com, but he's tried and true. Um, Richest Man in Babylon is another uh, great book. Um, I'm trying to give you things. Jack, Jack Bogle. Um, it's a little dense. Jack Bogle is the founder of Vanguard, but if you look him up, he has a couple of different books out there. Um, there's a really good book called um, that I like. It is called... Um, Gosh, what's the name of this book? Uh, the 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 losers game, the winners game, winning winning the losers game. I forgot. I'll have to. Uh, it'll have to come back to me. Um, but um, start start educating yourself. Um, but but my favorite for beginners, my favorite for beginners, are when you go to these companies like Vanguard, um, Charles Schwab, Acorn. You're able to just put in your goal and they can recommend like these robo advisor portfolios, which basically will will have the computer manage your money for you uh, based on uh, your own goals while while you're learning. And and these are going to be, you know, the the regulation involved in creating these products um, where the fiduciaries have to invest in your best interest. They are going to be. Uh, good options for people who are not really sure what they're doing um, because they're going to be well diversified for the most part um, and, 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 and and good things to look at. Again, I'm, you have to do your own research and figure that out offline. If you want to message back and forth and give me a little bit more details, I can I can I can help you out with that. But um, that's what I'd advise folks to get started. Just, just get started, stay diversified and then begin to, to read. And there's a couple different one more thing. 
couple of different financial advisors, um, you know, like myself, where I have coffee meetings all the time with people who are starting out that may not be a client, but I'll just give them advice one-on-one on what they should do uh, based on more information. So I would, I'd recommend you check that out as well. I hope that helps, Kamala. Um, any, if anybody, anybody else got a question, because I'm, I'm, I jumped off my Bitcoin rap, because uh, uh, Kamala asked a really good question. Um, and, I, and I'm so glad my buddy uh, Matt from uh, uh, from basketball asked the question so I could put it back at him and bring out something more about the blockchain, cryptocurrency, uh, Bitcoin uh, dynamic. Um, Eric is Eric is watching right now. I'm gonna turn off the podcast because uh, I'm gonna. By the way, let me do my disclaimer. This is for educational purposes and informational um, purposes, not meant to be investment advice. You need to seek your own counsel before making decisions. Investing involves risk because you can lose money if you don't know what you're doing. 